Welcome to the family with Doug Sprinthal and Andy Brant Bernard. And of course, Tim Lammers coming up this hour. Car selling secrets coming up next hour. Special guest, the ribs. Not Jerry's, not the special guest. It's <laughs> the, the ribs rib. are. The ribs are the special guest. <laughs> That's all we're saying. We will be right back. Kick things off with the family. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. So what's the latest? The well, latest is we're representing people who are injured through no fault of their own. Uh, people come to us, we talk to them about what their rights are. We talk to them about things that, you know, adjusters would call them up and ask them about. And we represent people in order to get them justice for the injured. And have been for a long time. Very, very successful, no question. I, I, you know, I do meet a lot of your clients. They come up to me on the street and whatever, and they talk about this, that, or the other thing. And they both say... Why do you guys hang out with Doug Sprinthal? <laughs> and I just had no answer. For <laughs> he just looks away, you big baby. In any case, that's the whole deal. So people, they got any problem whatsoever, personal injury or other legal problems, whatever, they just reach out to Brad, Sean, Bryant. Yeah, Joe and I have both been president of the trial lawyers for the state. So we talk to people about all sorts of issues. The consultation is always free, and that's what we do. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean, Bryant. There he is, Doug Sprinthal, Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. All right, I'm going to try to do this without a net. This morning I had crib notes uh, because every once in a while a listener will get a hold of me or a friend and say, hey, I just bought a new Belchfire 6 or whatever. Sure. And I'll say, well, which of our stores did you buy it from? And they say, you have a Belchfire 6 dealership? I'm just like, oh. All this money wasted on advertising on KQ. So anyway. Yes, waste of money, <laughs> total waste of money. In the Twin Cities, our uh, stores are, I'm going to go from south to north and see if I can get them all. Uh, the brand new Burnsville Subaru, right next to uh, Walzer Honda, Walzer Nissan, and Walzer Mazda. They're all like 600 yards away from each other. Really cool place to shop. Walzer Experienced Autos on 35W and Cliff. Up in Bloomington, Walzer Toyota, one of our flagships. Right next to door to that is Walzer Buick GMC, I think our oldest dealership. Hopkins is the home to Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram. If we go out to Wyzetta, Wyzetta Nissan, one of our three Nissan stores. Brooklyn Park is home to Hyundai and Walzer Experienced Auto. Coon Rapids is JLo's hometown. Uh, he runs Coon Rapids Nissan. We move back to the east, Walzer Buick GMC in Roseville, right in 35W. Up in White Bear, Walzer Polar Chev and Walzer Polar Polar Mazda right across the street from each other. And uh, finally, our newest store in South St. Paul is a Walzer Subaru of St. Paul. And that's the roster. That's everybody? That's it. That's That's everything. That's everything. Okay, I'll close by giving you some bad news for you and me. Uh Uh-oh. This is not good news for you and me. Several KQ Morning Show listeners have texted... Andy's the best part of that commercial. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing you and me under the bus. When I said like six words. Oh, well. yeah, that's right. I like, I, you know, I listened to that uh, the commercial. other day. It's a great commercial. No script, 59 no script. seconds exactly, and nobody dropped an F bomb or said anything bad. It was kind of unusual. Yeah, well, I suppose that's right. So Andy's the big uh, star of the show. That's all I know. Apparently. Walzer Automotive Group, walzer.com. There's an upbeat tune right there. It is upbeat. Hello, is there anybody in there? Comfortably numb by Pink Floyd. Well, I know it's Pink Floyd. But where did you get that? I made it. 
couple why? years ago, I sent Andy some new bumper music. You figured you were getting tired of the old stuff. Why did it sound like there was a scratch in the record at Because I beginning? thought that would be kind of a cool sound oh, effect. Oh, my God, you're such a child. Why? I, I thought it was neat. That, is that vinyl? I didn't even know we had a turntable in here. See? Yeah. It all I put it on. You were actually paying attention. That's I was, good. yeah. What? What, do you mean? what the hell does that mean? Whatever. You're actually doing your job for once, Tom. I'd like to point that out. We got Tim. Timmy Lammers. What's up, Lamb Lamb? Hey, I'm good. I'm good. Obviously, we talked this morning, and yet more precious hours are ticking away from Shocktober. Shocktober. Oh, God, stop saying that. I hate that. Shocktober. Every car dealer in the country does that. Uh, Shocktober. Spectacular deals, Uh, you know. My favorite thing still is that October. Remember Human League? Remember Human League? The group. Yeah. One Halloween, featuring Human Leg. Ah, what do you think? Human yeah. League, Human Leg. What the hell's the difference? Clever. My favorite is Krusty the Clown on The Simpsons. Oh God, I loved it. Well, Welcome to, to us, the show. October Tonight, means movies, scary movies. Krusty goes. Tonight, I'm going to suck. Your blood. <laughs> the teleprompter was a little slow. A little slow. <laughs> Tonight I'm going to suck. Mitch Hedberg, I went to a doctor, but all he did was suck my blood. Don't go to see Dr. Acula. Dr. Acula, there you go. Uh, God, he's been gone a long time already. I know. Yeah, One of my sure favorites. Has. I watch his bits every once in a while, and man, he was out there, but he was really funny. I got to reveal uh, something. 15 years. I don't think I've ever revealed this before. I'm almost certain I never revealed this before. But I got a call from his family when he died. Mm-hmm. And they asked me if I would come and host an event in his honor and blah, blah, blah. And then I never heard from them again. Huh. And I thought, they must have found out that Mitch Hedberg never liked me. Oh. <laughs> that would be a tough show to host, wouldn't it? Yeah, if the guy didn't like you. I mean, that'd be kind of a bitch. Yeah, he just, I don't know what his deal was. Well, he's a very odd man. Yeah, yeah well, a little, little drug addiction issue. Well, a little bit of drug, too, yeah. yeah. As a matter of fact, the last time he appeared on the morning show on the telephone, uh, at the end of the call, goes Tony Lee goes, that wasn't Mitch Hedberg, it was somebody else. Oh, he did a Tony Clifton he thing? He did a Tony Clifton, exactly. <laughs> That's exactly wow. right. But his mother was very pleasant, I will tell you that. She's a very pleasant woman. Uh, I pointed this out to Doug already. Andy hasn't seen it yet, but... Uh, I didn't know that Louis C.K. and Hillary Clinton are uh, twins now. There's a picture of Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton in the news. And again, I'm not going after Hillary. I'm just saying she looks like Louis C.K. in the picture. I don't know Did what that's all about. Lose hair, or how, how does she look well, like? She's it? got well, she's got all of her hair combed straight back, so she doesn't. You can't see any of her hair. Yeah, other that's than, rarely uh, a good look on a woman. No pants on. She's standing behind <laughs> no. a potted palm, she's whacking a mole back there. <laughs> you can't see me, but if you can, that'd be fine. That'd be fine by me as well, ladies and gentlemen. It all works out in the end. So, Timmy, I yeah. liked your list this morning of uh, your your best uh, horror films. Yeah. Uh, because that one what we read the day before. All those, basically every movie you mentioned other than Hereditary was missing from that list. Yeah, I don't know how the hell a movie like The Exorcist couldn't have made that Exactly, list. how stupid is that? Well, and again, I mean, different generations, and yeah. I think that, you know, maybe part of it is, is that at this point they've been exposed, at the younger generations, I should say, to so much stuff that The Exorcist may seem tame in comparison. Right. No, you that, know, yeah, yeah, but seriously, man, I, 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 
was saying, Doug and, and Andy, that I saw that movie when the uh, first time it aired on broadcast television, 19, I don't know, it was in the 70s. I was about 12, 13 years old. Uh, it was the edited version, and even that scared the living crap out of me. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I've never watched it again. And, you know, Tom was saying that people either are scared by it or they laugh at it and say it's ridiculous. So I don't have the guts to find out if it's ridiculous at this point. I gotta tell you something though about that movie. The year that movie came out was the same year that I turned 21 years old. Okay? Mm. So at Howie's Bar on West Broadway in North Minneapolis, we used to stand around like it was the dog. I mean, I was working at the time at uh, KSTP Radio, KS- 1500 KSTP. That's where I was working at the time. So I'd go with my buddies like the dog and Lyle Johnson. That movie came out. So we'd have a few drinks at the bar, and all of a sudden we start going, Lick me! <laughs> oh, boy. Because <laughs> we thought it was hilarious. Lick me! <laughs> and every woman stood up and walked and out the left, door. just left. <laughs> exactly. You know, but and I was one thing I was saying, and, and again, you're thinking about a film that's almost 50 years old. Yeah. You know, 47 mm-hmm. yep. is 1973. Um, just how ballsy they were um with the content of that movie and you know tom and i talking about growing up catholic and there's a scene again i never seen it i've only heard it because it was cut out of the tv version but there's a deal with the crucifix and uh Mm. reagan it's something very very awful is going on and it's like my god how how do you I just, I, I don't know, that to me almost, I should say it does. It crosses the, the line of, of uh, good taste, and the Catholic Church must have just lose oh, their minds God, over Oh, God, oh, God. Do you know what he's talking about? Yes, I do. Andy, do you? Uh, yes. Like onanism. No, you know the Richard Pryor bit, though. No, that's I don't why think I, I do. Oh, that's why you know because Richard Pryor. Because I've never Pryor? seen The Exorcist. Yeah, okay. I know well, the Richard Pryor bit. So. Okay, well, this is this is before Carter selling secrets, so I can tell you. <laughs> so Richard Pryor says, "Let me just tell you something. The Exorcist was about a black family. It'd be about five minutes long." <laughs> Dad walk in the room, go, "Bitch, what's wrong with you? <laughs> Making all that noise, all that racket upstairs? Hey, get your cross out, your pussy." <laughs> Okay. Richard Pryor was the best of all time. Oh man! Go downstairs, help your mother clean up the front room. <laughs> yeah. No, is it is it just a horror movie standard that it's only white people that are stupid? Yeah, pretty much. Pretty yeah, much. I mean, that new commercial on TV. No, let's hide behind the chainsaws. I mean, it's perfect. Why don't we so, just hop in the running car? Are you crazy? <laughs> what? So did Andy and 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 Doug? I mean, did you see the movie? I mean, what were your thoughts about what movie the exorcist the, the exorcist oh no i've never seen it why not i just know every line because why, why have you never seen it i just don't care i don't know i've never seen a lot of i never saw any of the hammer horror films even though they're stables oh now those are terrific i'd probably like those yeah, because they're would. Yeah. they're almost they're like creepy. you know creepy yeah they're they're like they're from a different era where it actually feels like you know you're watching history right. they're not slashery the, either the exorcist isn't old enough that it feels historical, but it's old enough that it feels dated, I think. Mm. Almost 50 years. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. That's yeah, a, you know, the Hammer films definitely have atmosphere, as do the black and white Universal monster movies. Yeah. That's why I like them. Castle you know? films, yep. Exactly. Remember Castle films, all, mm-hmm. all the Christopher Lee and all those guys. What about, yeah. uh, what about uh, Linnea Quigley? 
1980s B movie Scream Queen. Oh, she was a terrific guest. We just had her guest. on yesterday. Yeah. She's a great. Oh, she, was in, yeah. she was in like a hundred something horror comedy films, horror yeah. films. She was, yeah. Things like that you've never heard of, but well, I mean, she is. She uh, proudly wears the B, the Queen B. She's called. And Queen she B. She stars in B, B movies, movies yeah. almost ex- exclusively, but yeah, she's been in some. Uh, she's been in a few movies directed by a guy named uh, De Couteau, which. Lammers, do you know about Dave Coutel? No, I mean, the name doesn't... I, I was into the 80s B-horror stuff for a little while. Not too terribly long, though. He is probably below B. His most famous like movie... like Ed Wood? Uh, probably worse. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, his most famous movie was from 2005, actually, and it's called A Talking Cat, and it's about a talking cat. And the entire thing is filmed single-camera... In what people believe to be his house, there's no there's no boom mics, there's no anything. It's just a camera, the mic on the camera. The entire thing sounds like you know you're talking in your kitchen into a camera, so it's all echoey and horrible. Mm-hmm. And but he's been around for decades, and she actually got her start in some of his '80s, extremely low budget, like ninety thousand dollar budget horror movies. So, yeah. Well, they're still making those sorts of movies, oh, Bill. Yes, they I mean, are. And there are so many platforms to distribute them on. I mean, why not? Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it was a phase. I mean, you know, I, I saw movies like The Toxic Avenger, which are freaking hilarious. Yeah. You know, um, but, yeah, I, I you know, it, again, it was a phase, I guess you could say. You don't see redneck, that kind redneck of zombies horror anymore. <laughs> redneck zombies. Yeah. You don't see so, what anymore? The campy horror, like, where it's ostensibly a horror movie, but it's actually just an excuse for the director to screw around for two hours? Pretty much true. Yeah. Yeah, so, and then on top of that, Tom, I didn't bring it up this morning, but just seeing the highlights of the remastered and recut version of The Exorcist, the um, commercials, with the old spider walk down the stairs. Oh, I love the uh, the spider walk down the stairs. That was not in the original movie. Oh, really? They didn't put it in the original movie, yeah. Hmm. I don't know why they didn't, but they didn't. She walked backwards, arched, and like a spider down mm-hmm. the stairs. It was very cool. Very oh. cool. We've got to take a break. We'll be right back more with Tim Lammers right up to this. Tom Bernard, and here with me is the CEO of North American Banking Company, Michael Bilski. Michael, these are tough times for a lot of businesses. I know that North American Banking Company has been working hard to help several different small and large business owners throughout the state. Tommy, our lenders are working with customers not only on recovery, but planning for the future. To date, we have helped over 365 businesses in the state by lending more than $70 million through the SBA's Paycheck Protection Program. I know these programs can be challenging for a lot of businesses to navigate, Right, with many revisions to the Paycheck Protection Plan and similar programs, keeping up with them hasn't been a two-foot putt for many business owners. At North American Banking Company, our team of expert lenders are working with our customers every day to help them understand and navigate these complex programs, simplifying them so our customers can focus on what they do best running their businesses. Simple. I like it. Why not bank with my banker, North American Banking Company, a better banking experience, member FDIC, an equal housing lender. And this was recorded when? Six years ago. 
Does he not know you're not supposed to eat the microphone when you sing? Well, yeah, I think they did like that, that on purpose, then. though. Yeah. That was just how it was back then. I suppose that it probably is true. Probably is true. It's a new though. internet mystery my wife discovered it. We're going to record some Bowie tunes, and that was a, a David Bowie song called Moon Age Daydream. If you hear the original, you go, oh, that's what that song is. But th- th- these musicians got together and recorded... Motown takes on it, and they're completely anonymous. People have been trying to figure out who Milky Edwards huh. is for the last six or seven years. So you think he's somebody famous? You think? That's a lot of studio production to make a yeah, make oh, it God, sound yeah. like a classic. I mean, so somebody had some pretty good production chops and some good musicians. I mean, this wasn't just you know a little kid that's kind of cute. It's like this is really interesting. Yeah. So. He also oh, hasn't. Been around since 2013, it looks like. Yeah. Maybe 2016. I talked about it on the morning show when you were uh, taking a little time off, and Charlie uh, Sparks, Charlie from Albuquerque, says, "You know, we should make T-shirts." And I just checked; there's no Milky Edwards trademark. I said that would be the <laughs> ultimate in hip shirt wear. Would be to have Milky who's Milky Edwards? Edwards? Wow, I can't tell you. Nobody knows. It's a mystery. Wouldn't it be great though if a very large-breasted woman wore the T-shirt and be going, "Is your last name Edwards?" <laughs> <laughs> right for the boob jokes. Right. Wow, well, I'm just saying. It's okay. You know, I don't do them on the morning show. I got to do them here. <laughs> so it all works out in the end. You don't? I must be listening to a different station. I then. don't do any of those. I hate those tit and dick jokes yeah, nonstop. It well, drives me yeah. nuts. It's all you got. I mean, yeah, everybody's going to throw in one once in a while, but all the time. Weren't you talking about a well hung reindeer this morning or something weird like Did that? Did you see that picture? No, I didn't see Holy the picture. Holy God. Was... Have you seen it, Andy? <laughs> no, I have not. Speaking there's of a, dick jokes, <laughs> there's a reindeer and they made it out of plastic or or maybe it's, I don't know what the hell that stuff is called. It's some kind of cement or something. Fiberglass, cement maybe. Cement reindeer. Put a huge penis and testicles on it. <laughs> And it's for little kids. It's like, what are you doing? They hang the stocking somewhere. Oh, yeah. Though they did. Absolutely they did. I mean, you can't can't deny that it's a penis and testicles, I'll tell you that. You looking for it, Andy? I am. Did you find it? Uh, It's the newest compliment. I'm not finding this. Guys, hung hung like a reindeer. Hung like a reindeer, baby. Unless it's on Wise Brother. Which I'm thinking maybe it is. It probably is on Wise Brother. That's probably true. The complete sheet. The complete sheet. I like it, ladies and gentlemen. I like it a lot. Um, I have to ask you guys a question here. Well, oh, unless Andy finds it right away. No. Nothing yet, huh? I don't know where. I don't know where Brian found it, but he found the. There's a picture of it and everything. And during the the entire first half of the story I'm reading, he's got it at like you know waist level. (laughs) And then all of a sudden he scrolls down. I'm like, holy Christ! <laughs> Thank God. I don't know. I mean, it's like not massive or anything, but it's a it's awfully human noticeable. size. It's definitely noticeable. No doubt about that. I'll see if I can find it. Talk amongst yourselves. I'll see if I can find it on here. I, I'm seeing on the complete sheet that apparently only one in seven Americans plan on drinking liquor on election night. I might be one of the I think way it might be. Going. I thought it would be way higher than that. 110%, 120%. Oh, it will be. There's no question about that. You think? Although 26% say they'll drink beer and 23 will drink wine. So that does and add the other up 50% to are liars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No kidding. Exactly. I voted yesterday. It took all oh, about 15 minutes. Went to Rosemont City Hall, 11 yeah. in the morning, whipped Drop right in, off, filled yeah. out the ballot, and. Mm-hmm. 
It's kind of slick, actually. Yeah, I got. I still <laughs> haven't not? done it yet. I don't know if I'm going to talk about. See, I'm not one of those kind of guys. I, I've decided that I'm going to. Oh, that's nice. I ended. I entered in reindeer doll with penis. The first thing that comes up is Etsy reindeer dick. Yep. Yeah. You, you realize <laughs> what? what's going to happen to your computer yeah. now? Oh no, it's not because I didn't click on it. You're going to have reindeer dick pics showing up. No, 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 no. I I <laughs> did not click on it. I got it right away from it because I don't need that. Yeah, you're no not finding this it. without knowing. The origin, I have a feeling. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he found it. I have no idea where he found that thing, but <laughs> such is life. That's all I have to say. So, Timmy. Yeah. Did we talk about Mr. Mercedes this morning? No. I want no, to talk we did about not. Mr. Mercedes is uh, is on uh, Peacock. It's on Vudu and, and Amazon, too, but you got to pay for it there. It's free on Peacock. Yeah. But it's Brendan Gleason. That thing looks really good. Have you seen it? No, I have not, and I like Brendan Gleeson a lot. I do, too. That's why I want to watch it. Yeah. I like him a yeah. lot. What's it about? I don't even know. It, it, it looks to be like this t- detective is chasing after some serial killer or something. Hmm. Or well, some, I don't know. Andy, Andy would be able to tell you. Mr. Mercedes. The name like that, you'd think he knows <laughs> Milky Edwards. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Mercy Mercedes and Milky Edwards coming, at, coming your way, ladies and gentlemen. It'll all work out in the end. What do you got, Andy? <clears throat> Uh, Detective Bill Hodges is haunted by the unsolved case of Mr. Mercedes, who claimed 16 lives when he drove a stolen Mercedes through a line of job seekers at a job fair. Oh. That's why he's Mr. Mercedes. Yeah. So he's not Mr. Mercedes. He's trying to find Mr. Mercedes. That sounds interesting. I would like to point something out to Mr. Uh, Sprinthal right now. Uh, So I get my car yesterday. Or two days ago, back it out, and it's colder than hell out. Mm-hmm. So my car says that the left rear tire needs a little air. Not a lot, but a little, right? So I figured out, ah, what the hell, I'll just take a hand pump and take care of it. 500 pumps later, all four tires were right where they needed to be. Mm-hmm. Well, you got your workout. 125 pumps a tire. Yeah, that's uh, I've ha- I've done that before with a bicycle Holy pump. It, it takes a long time. Oh, my God. It's a good workout. Though, like yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's a heck People of a workout. People don't realize how pressurized those tires are. Oh, they are really There's a lot of pressure, and even trying to f- just move that much air takes a whole lot of effort. Well, and you've got a 5,000-pound car pushing down yeah. on it. Right. right. <clears throat> There's a reason pneumatics are so powerful. Yep. Even though it's just air moving, it can pretty much do anything. Well, I didn't even know this, but the you know I looked on the you know the, the inside panel. And, mm-hmm. uh 39 pounds in the front tires and 40 in the back tires. Yeah. Really? Man, I, yeah, you believe, I, wow, used to be like really... 30 and 28 back ours in the are, old Ours day. are 33. Yeah, 33, a lot of them. I think the lower the sidewall, the higher pressure that yeah. they have to have yeah, in them. Right. Plus, that there's car less total volume. Yeah, that's probably a 5,000-pound car. That is probably a 5,000-pound car. I wouldn't doubt that at all. No question about it. Actually, uh, I was going. We were going to get our uh, oil changed recently, and you have in the past supported the concept of nitrogen in the tires, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. So uh, I think we might uh, have our tires yeah, it's nitrogenized. Less, less susceptible to cold weather. Yep. Right. It, it, doesn't, yep. it doesn't compress as much as Well, now that I've got air. I don't really pump. understand the science behind it, but nitrogen's better. <laughs> yes. It's, yeah, it, it, less, it does that less of that it's wintertime time to change your pressure, it's summertime time to change your pressure. Yeah over and over thing yeah, that's that true. every Minnesotan knows true. so well. 
You are correct, sir. No doubt about that. So, Timmy. Yes, sir. What are we watching now, man? Well, you know, it's interesting. I had a conversation with Sandy this morning. And he said, and I know you've seen this show, a lot of people have, but, you know, I, if, it, if I didn't watch it when it initially came out, I, chances are I'd never watched it. Uh, Justify? Oh, Justify's oh, yeah. a great show. Yeah, and he says it's one of the best shows he's ever seen. That's a great show. Where the yeah. hell's he been? I've been talking about Justified now for about 15 years. Yeah, well, he just started watching it. But well, he's already in, uh, how many seasons are there? He said, I think he said he's in the fourth season. Seven or eight, yeah. And it and it yeah. does it keeps getting better. It gets better every season. Yep. The characters yeah. develop so, more and more, and, and you know, I, I just watch. You know, I basically my week is keeping up with the new streaming stuff too. Right. And of course, I did see Borat. Oh yeah, I watched that terrible. too. I was, the hair was not good. No. It's just, the hair funny. is out of the balloon. You know, it was unique the first time yeah. because we hadn't seen it before, really. Um, yeah, although one could argue that the Chucker was way ahead of him. Way you know? ahead yeah. of him. It's probably you a scholarly idea. Yeah. <clears throat> but, um, you know, clearly here, apart from the Pence and the uh, Giuliani stuff, everybody seemed to be in on the, the deal. Well, yeah, know? I mean, there are like four camera shots in a scene, and it's yeah. like, they, yeah, they, it's they like didn't, people are going to notice the cameras exactly. everywhere. Exactly. Even if they don't notice that it's Sasha Baron Cohen, which I have a feeling a lot of them did. It was so weird that by the time they got to the Giuliani scene, which is at the very end of the movie, it just seemed surrealistic. It, it was yeah. just very odd. Well, what they tried to do also, to try to give the appearance that it was uh, gorilla. Was the you know they went with the kind of slightly shaky cam mm, yeah. deal, you know? Oh but you know, people are coming out now, like the woman that was uh, a, 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 was with the sugar daddy. She was actually an actress who was hired to just go with it. And right, we're going to do this, right. and and there's a woman that babysits, quote unquote, babysits Borat's daughter. Mm-hmm. Um, she wasn't an actress; she was a real person. But they said, okay, we want you to. Uh, be in a documentary, quote-unquote documentary, and they paid her $3,000, and she didn't like the way things came up either. You know, so there's a lot of deception going on. Well, yeah, you know? I mean, plus the fact it's not funny to tell, tell Rudy Giuliani that girl you're treating on is 15. That's not funny, because she was obviously <laughs> a lot older than 15. So to say she's an underage girl, it's like, don't be using girls in your sex humor. Yeah, it, annoying. It, it, it's, yeah it's, it's, it gets real uncomfortable at times, obviously, yeah. <laughs> with situations like that, scenes like that. Um, but, you know, I guess my main overall view of it was, you know, this is this is just all a setup now. Yeah. I, it, it, it just, you know, there were truly people that were fooled back in the, you know, the Ollie G show those days, and right. nobody knew who the hell Borat was or... Which um, is the amazing know. thing that Giuliani couldn't have figured out he was getting set up. I well, mean, it's just so bizarre. Well, he sure didn't act like it. Yeah, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah he claims he does now. But, you know, here's hey, the Tim? other thing about that, Doug. I'm Tim? sorry, what was that? Tim, you got another segment in you? Cause I'd like oh, to, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah, sure. Let's then take I a break. That would be perfect. We'll be right back right after this. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. Right now, Sabre and Bryant are teaming up to offer 0% financing for 36 months when you buy a new Bryant furnace. This is the perfect time to replace your old furnace with a new trouble-free, energy-efficient furnace from Sabre. And when you buy Bryant equipment, you're getting one of the most trusted names in the industry. 
This 0% offer is available for a limited time. Call Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning to find out more, and please tell them that Tom sent you. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Northern Metal Fab right off the interstate in Baldwin, Wisconsin is a custom job shop specializing in large-scale projects. Northern Metal Fab is now hiring for all positions, including welders, painters, and inspectors, to provide quality craftsmanship to their customers. Northern Metal Fab is growing, and their growth is your opportunity. Northern Metal Fab offers competitive pay, excellent benefits, and more. Apply online today at nmfinc.com. That's nmfinc.com. Northern Metal Fab is an equal opportunity employer. How do you get your voice that high? <laughs> I turned myself into a hundred pound, four foot eleven inch woman. There you go. Hundred? She doesn't weigh a hundred. Yeah, she does. She does? I think so. Got some muscle on her. She works out quite a bit, actually. There you go. That'll that'll explain it then. A little muscle mass will add a few pounds to you. That's true. Timmy Lammers with us. What were you just talking about, Timmy? Well, you know, and I don't care if it's a Republican or a Democrat, it's kind of disconcerting how, I don't know how easy it was, but obviously they did get into that CPAC conference with Mike Penn. Right. And, you know, to get an interview granted, uh, you know, with Giuliani, you know, I don't know what sort of uh, outlet they made up, but it's like it is disconcerting they got that close of access. You know, I, I mean, where's, where's yeah, the protection? Right. Where's I, the layers of protection? That's why I think it's all fake. I think the whole thing's fake. Yeah, but they wouldn't let that. I mean, why would Pence or Giuliani? I don't know. How, yeah, there's nothing for them to be gained by doing that. You ever meet Giuliani? No, I never have. What an arrogant prick he is. He's an amazing. <laughs> well, I, I yeah. played, I played uh, a little golf with him and had lunch with him. I've met him like three times. He he would if he If I walked in right now and he was here, he wouldn't even know who I was. That's how inner-focused he is. Well, I think Rudy, the knock is he tends to drink a little bit, too. Yeah, he does drink yeah, a little bit. Like he might drink, yeah. It can be a little hard on your long-term memory. You're okay, Tom, but Rudy's even better <laughs> coming out of my mouth. I just, yeah, he's an incredibly arrogant. Last time I saw him, third time, last time I saw him, he's putting his golf shoes on at Breakers West in Florida. And I walk up and I go, uh, Rudy, how you doing, Tom Bernard? I met you at uh, lunch with you and... Uh, I'm a friend of Norm Coleman's. He goes, eh, good for you. What? Oh, no, sh- I mean, what a dick. It's like, eh, whatever. Well, it's probably more explainable that they got access to him because obviously he likes the attention. Oh, God, yes. He Absolutely. likes to talk. But yep. this whole CPAC thing where Sasha Baron Cohen dresses up like Donald Trump and walks into this convention while, <laughs> while Pence is speaking with this girl that's playing his daughter over his shoulder... Yeah, see, it's like, I just not. It's not how funny. How did that happen? How did that happen? That's why I don't believe it's true. There's some editing or something going on. Well, he uses a lot of deceptive editing. He does lots of deceptive well, it editing. Could be. Yeah, because I, I just can't see it happening in the real world. I just can't. Right. So, Tim, have you seen uh, the Chicago Seven? I have. I, I just watched the second half of it last night, and other than the fact that he has perhaps the worst Boston accent ever committed to celluloid, I thought he was pretty good as Abby Hoffman. Yeah, I, I did too. I, I think, and that's why when you see a movie like Borat, uh, the second one, it's you know why why waste your time on that? Obviously, he had an agenda. Yeah, and right. oh, yeah. he set up right, to yes. do. But the guy can act. You know, he's he's been in some he's been in some real dogs but he's also been in some good movies he was in sweeney todd 
uh, Tim Burton's musical, you know, the mm-hmm. uh, Stephen Sondheim. And he was good. It was a short, a bit smaller role, but I think the guy, and uh, what was he, Les Miserables, he was in that as well. Oh, I didn't know that. Hmm. Yeah, yeah. He's the innkeeper along with Helena Bonham Carter. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he's terrific. I mean, he can, so yeah, again, what of other other than to, you know, make uh, the, the right look completely foolish, um, what other reason would he want to, to have to do that, you know? But yeah. whatever, you know, that's the whole thing, too. The guy is pretty big now, so he can pretty much pick and choose what he wants to do. I suppose. I don't know. I've, like I said, I've never understood why people think he's funny. I, at first, when I saw him, like, throw the Jew down the well at the country bar was pretty funny. <laughs> that was pretty good. Because the people got sucked into singing along with him. That's why it was funny, because they fell for it. Yeah. But other than that, it's not very funny. The first Borat was all right, but then he did a all bunch. Right. Of, he did a couple things like, um, oh, what did he do? He did one where he, was good. He played like a dictator of some sort. Oh yeah, people really yeah. hated that one. It was terrible. Uh, it was actually yeah, LG like, was funny. LG was, was probably yeah. the best bit he's ever done. But like immediately after Borat, he did a bunch of movies that people Bruno and the Dictator. No, the Dictator. People did yeah. not like either of those. They're terrible. And then he kind of disappeared for a while. When Ali G interviewed uh, Andy Rooney, it was one of my Because Andy Rooney was a crabby prick, too, unfortunately. Yes, he was. Just a really crabby guy. And he goes, well, you are saying that to me because I'm black. He goes, You're, who's black? You're black? Because <laughs> Ali G obviously is not black. It's very funny. Yeah, that was very funny. That was. Who's that is black? a great You're skit. Black? And then the other one with the uh, minister. That was, I think, uh, who was, it, oh, it was, I think, Bruno interviewing the minister. And oh, yeah. Hit, hitting on the minister in it. That was pretty funny, too. Yeah. So, he's had, he's some, had funny. some really funny skits. There's no question about that. But he should give it up. And, and by the way, again, Borat, just show us your wiener. Because, I mean, he's always wearing those oh, really God, tight, no, you know, dick socks or whatever those underwear are called. Just, just show it to us and get it over Get it over, it over with. with. God. Well, there is a scene, Uh-oh. and Doug, I'm sure you know, the uh, where he's, again, a complete setup, but he makes it sound like, oh, these uh, quote-unquote QAnon guys invite him in uh, to stay mm-hmm. in their cabin, and then he's exercising, and he's got the mankini on, and he's got a complete... You know, uh, rigid uh, mm. member sticking oh, out. Oh, wonderful! You know, through his underwear—not you can't see it, but right, in his underwear—and right. and he's doing it right in front of these guys. And it's like, you're right. I mean, what's the next step? Just he wants to. Yep. Let it go. He does indeed. No question about it. Holy Hannah! I just saw that the uh, GDP is up thirty-three percent. Yep. Holy Hannah! That's good news. Yeah, that's pretty big. That's really good. You know how? I, I have a question for you. I just saw a thing now, and I'm, look, I don't have a guy in this fight. I don't know who I'm going to vote for. I don't know if I'm going to vote. You're the undecided voter, so all these ads are your fault. Apparently, you must be yes. the only person in the country that is not decided. I was just in Melissa's house. Her parents were watching TV. They show a Trump ad, then they show another ad, and then they show a Biden ad. So it's like both. Yeah, oh yeah. Yep. They're, but back to back, both presidents on the same network. Is it just because they pay a lot, so the network's like, what the hell ever? Or? No, you they have, have to, to pay run. the you have to the lowest rate, right? Yep, they pay the lowest rate, and you have to run the commercials. You can't turn them down. Oh, that's crappy. Oh, let me know. Let me let you know how I know that because I am getting ripped to shreds over the last two three weeks. 
by the left calling me saying, all you do is run Trump ads. It's so obvious what your agenda is. And then I get from the other side, all you do is run Biden ads. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can see where you're... It's like, I... I you have to. Yeah, I have right? to run both of you them. You can't, like, I think it's federal law, politics isn't it? or something? It is federal law, yeah. That's that's really stupid. I know. It's this, I did not know that. People hear what they want to hear. They just... They hear what they want to hear, and if they think you're a Trump supporter, you suck, and you're a Biden supporter, you suck. And so what happens whatever. to the media companies, radio and TV, it's really interesting in the election season, is they actually lose money because yeah, they do. Yep. Chevrolet, Ford, Toyota, what big sponsor can buy a block of ads, but if the election oh, ads yeah. come in, they get bumped, and oh, wow. they get paid, compensated at a much lower rate. I have a question for everybody here. I'm really disheartened by the American people right now. I got to be very all honest of, with all you. 330 million all of us, or just million. a select all, billion. All 330 million. Okay. How people can can really think that the COVID problem is Trump's fault is the most mm. inane stupidity on the face. Of, do some research. The whole planet is like this. Yeah. You got. You can't bl- like. 10% more people support Biden. You think he'll handle coronavirus better than Trump. What's he going to do? Look, I'm not even a Trump supporter. I don't know who the hell I'm going to vote for. It probably won't be Trump or Biden. I'll pick yeah. somebody else. I don't know. Maybe I will. I don't know. It depends. But I'm getting really tired of the lies that both of these parties are telling. I'm getting really sick of it. Trump has had no more effect on COVID than in any other leader in any other country. We do not have more deaths here per capita than we do anywhere else in the world. No, we don't. I don't know why they keep lying about that. And then the these stupid <laughs> bastards out there believe every word that's said. Why do they do that? I don't know. I mean, I just, again. Well, people want something to blame because it's optimistic in a way. They think that... We vote Trump out, yeah, COVID is solved, everyone's happy. Because it's <laughs> it's an easy, quick solution, and they want an easy, quick solution, so it's what they believe in. All right, has anybody noticed, by the way, all the bitching that Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer did? And again, I'm not taking sides here, I'm just telling you what happened. Schumer and Pelosi wouldn't shut up about Amy Coney Barrett. No. Two votes have happened since she's been put on the bench. She recused herself from both, and Democrats won both arguments. Mm. No, yeah, it was about late counting of ballots or in Pennsylvania. Like that. Yeah, she did the right thing. She didn't probably didn't have time to read the briefs. And but that's what they're always going to. There were still five to three Republican, and they still gave it to the Democrats. Yeah. Well, this Roberts thing, is is kind of a classic. Yeah, he is. And yeah. that he came in as a conservative, and he, he does have strong conservative values, but mm. he 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 will vote on both sides. He's, he does not like Trump either. No, I don't think he'd, I, they don't, he I does, suspect like that Trump. most of them don't because he tried to rickroll the Supreme Court early right. on. They don't, they don't like that. No, I'm just telling you though, this whole lying about what the Supreme Court's going to do and what Trump did with the COVID and what, it's all lies and people are believing it. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's just, and I'm not, I'm not defending Trump. I'm just saying, stop lying to the people for your own benefit. We got to take a, Timmy, we blew yeah. through your hour in a hurry. It always goes fast. So uh, have fun with your, I won't say Shocktober. Oh, I just said it. Ah, uh, said Shocktober. Uh, did you mean Rocktober? Rocktober. Yeah, have fun with your Rocktober movies, Tommy. And Doug and Andy, have a great weekend. We'll talk next week. All, All right, right. See, see, ya. Timmy. see ya. Ladies and gentlemen, car selling secrets coming up a few minutes.